0: spend less on the home keeping our interest rate beneficiaries look um, I know y'all sorry guys I know y'all see me in here but check out this interview this interview we're gonna interview somebody who's a father a brother a spouse um everything but most importantly he's a financial guru as well as a tax preparer so if you need your taxes done come see him but we got Jatavius Jackson today so simply put um I'm gonna need your help brother because I don't know I'm trying to get right if you're trying to get right tune in yeah I lost my podcast but I need to find you Jatavius let's do this All right, so welcome first and foremost to the podcast. We thank you for being here. We want to get everything started, kicked off. Could you and would you formally introduce yourself for the audience and the people, the listeners, the viewers?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, Jatavius Jackson. I'm the owner, CEO, First Take Financial Services here in Clarksville, Tennessee, 1989, Madison Street, Suite 122. Uh, I'm a Clarksville native. Uh, went to Austin P. Got my bachelor's, got my master's from Walden University. Tax preparer, credit repair specialist, and a public notary.
0: Marvelous, marvelous. We love it, brother. And we, like I said, we thank you for being here. Thank you for opening up your space to talk to us today on the I Lost My Podcast. So, first and foremost, we like to start everything with a mental health check in. How are you feeling today, man?
1: Be honest. Well, I'm good. Tired from working, but, you know, that comes with the territory. But other than that, mentally, I'm. I'm good emotionally, spiritually, I'm good. And as you know, this podcast is it's centered around grief and
0: healing and working through certain problems. So we typically bring up loved ones in this situation. Which loved ones do you come to mind that you may have grieved loss of or things of that nature? Um, two
1: in particular, of course, uh, Kelvin Little, uh, my brother. You know my my frat brother my my family um, and then I had a cousin Justin uh, that I lost a little over 10 years ago almost about 10 years ago uh those two for sure and my grandmother I'd say that's the the, the, the icing on the cake G mama is that the yeah.
0: grandma from Mississippi
1: yeah my, my, my father's mother okay yeah.
0: now the grandma from Mississippi used to get you right right had oh yeah
1: yeah 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 she ain't playing no games <laughs> yeah at all
0: so, for those that never met the loved ones that you just, you know, introduced to us, mm-hmm. how would you describe who they were as
1: a person, as the people? Like, uh, well, Biscuit, you know, Kelvin, I would describe as probably one of the silliest big guys you'll meet. Um, someone who, uh, I guess, how they call him gentle giants. That was more of his thing. His 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 stature didn't really show his heart um i would say Uh, as far as my cousin justin he was kind of similar um but he was also like probably took people off a little bit how intelligent he was Mm -hmm. um but uh he was definitely kind of like a gentle giant himself and then my my grandmother just was a strong-willed african-american woman so hard work could do everything a man could do probably um but she was definitely a Mm soldier Love
0: it. So we got three people now. We got yeah, three dude. people. So I need from each for each of them. What is your favorite memory? What is a, or one memory? I don't
1: know. Yeah. It's kind of hard <laughs> to pinpoint <laughs> your
0: favorite. But what's one memory that you just for each one or two of them? however many we want to share?
1: Uh, well, with with Kelvin, uh, I think it might have been right after we started college or somewhere around there. His uh his apartment burned down. And, uh you know he was kind of discouraged by it you know you're already in the hood and you lose pretty much everything uh so of course knowing him he like he don't want money from his boys you know and he' like so i'm like man I gotta, i'm gonna give him something you know what i'm saying sentimental let him know yeah uh you know i love him um so i had a uh <laughs> a throwback jersey a larry bird high school throwback jersey and he he wanted it when i first got it i was like man this is kind of big i ain't gonna wear it he's like, a that's that's hard you know i want that you know what i'm saying so You know, one day I I went and picked him up or went to go pick him up, and uh, I just happened to have a jersey with me. I'm like, man, you can have it. And uh, (laughs) he was happy. But you know, as a man, you try to make it like, oh, thanks, man. You know what I'm saying? But the funniest thing about it was uh, whenever he wore the jersey, he ain't wearing no shirt under it. (laughs) I was always always on his head about it. I'm like, man, your nipples going to slip out. (laughs) The jersey big. Uh, So for him, uh, with Kelvin, that's that's that. With Justin, man, uh, he's more than half of the reason I even got into doing music um, at a young age. That's that's all he pushed on me, man. Like, he was the fruity loot. let's do some beats, come on, cuz, let's, 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 and uh, let's rap. And the, the the number one memory with him is moving to uh, another side of town, going to another school, and then just ultimately taking over the school with like one song. Damn. Everybody knew who we were. Um, that was one of my dopest memories with him uh, before he passed, and then my, my grandmother I just remember visiting and, and you had to be on your game. Right. You got out the bed and your feet hit the floor and the, the sheets wasn't tucked in the bed wasn't made. she came in with a switch. Mm. So she was straight Mississippi. Wasn't no, wasn't no let up. I never seen her complain. Um, she got, she had animals, land. She did all that by herself. So, um, her is just countless memories of just seeing a strong woman be a strong woman.
0: Okay.
1: So, can you describe,
0: um, can you describe to me as far as the day it looked like with, like a passing, like their passing or, Yeah. Like, do you remember them vividly? Mm-hmm. Can you go and just describe that day for us son? Huh? Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kelvin's passing was like probably out of those two like the one that kind of like whoa
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, just playing we played ball Saturday joked like we always do like man I need to get in the gym with you I'm like yeah come on man you know said, I'm getting them these like, I ain't getting the birthday but I'm like well you ain't going to the gym <laughs> um, and then Monday just being at work and uh, getting a phone call from a young lady that knew of him I didn't know it was an issue or anything going on because of how she sounded. Uh, But she only had so much information. The job called and uh, said he had fell out. Mm -hmm. So I'm just thinking he tired or something. Um, And then they then added uh, he hit his head. So now I'm worried because I'm like, you don't just fall out and hit your head. He had to pass out. Mm. So I was putting it together in my head thinking, oh, he's straight. Um, So the first thing I thought was, let me leave work. I left work went to get his mom and uh, we just drive and she's praying. I'm talking about the entire ride, you know, she's just, he's okay, he's all right, I'm just gonna pray and, you know, and then just pulling up Um, and, you know, being in the room next to his body and just seeing him. But it was was actually kind of like, not funny. It was just weird because even in that moment, I was like, damn, he was fresh. He had on like these, he never liked dress shoes. Mm And he had on the freshest shiny black dress shoes, but uh, I had to make something out of that moment to keep me from, you know, going into a a space mentally where you just don't want to get out of. So I, I'll never forget that. Just seeing his mom was right there with his body, seeing his mama, you know, cry and hearing her say some things that just it just shocked me, like what he meant to her. Um, That day, you know, it was a tough day. Uh, my cousin, he had uh, Hodgkin's lymphoma, so. One visit I went to see him, he was smaller. He had lost weight. He was a bulkier guy. He remembered me, asked me about my brothers, told me he loved me. He had never told me that before. Um, so I could just tell he kind of knew something was was, was was going on. And then I came and seen him again. A couple of weeks later he was in the bed, unresponsive really. And so it kind of clicked at that point, but I had faith and then uh soon as I left the next day his sister called and said he got less than 24 hours mm. so um I went back up to see him he was you know basically it was a rap so you know I kind of was uh hurt then and uh Marcus came too Marcus actually came so he probably or probably doesn't remember that probably does but uh that day was kind of like I, I I seen it oh uh, my bad <clears throat> that day I kind of seen it. um uh what was it? Uh, my grandmother. My grandmother, um, she had Alzheimer's, so sometimes I'd call and she'd get me confused with my brothers. Mm -hmm. And then uh, she was on hospice, I believe. So, and then her age, you know, you just kind of process things mentally instead of trying to tell yourself something different. So
0: as far as, just looking back over the three, you kind of, it was two that you could kind of process, right? Or kind of foresee that, you know, age or sickness. But the one was just, it was kind of like
1: a shell shot. Yeah, it was devastating. Wow.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So can you describe, I mean, my bad, i excuse me, moving in the past, trying to work in the now, but, um, <laughs> have you allowed yourself to grieve those losses?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, sometimes have a too strict mentality, I guess I would hear, uh, because I know, um, You know that's a part of life it's a part you can't control right um but the emotions i have for people whether it be death or something happening to them they'll know you know so those people knew that i loved them so losing them losing them i knew i can't i can't hold that in so I, i had plenty of time uh even for the one i didn't see coming it hurt but i also understood like let me grieve but my responsibility now is even more because I know that person that counted on him or those people that counted on him can't anymore. So somebody has to step up. I just take on that responsibility sometimes. That's a part of the game.
0: So would you say, would you say that you're like, a, do you go quiet or do you go harder as far as like, after something happens? Do you go quiet and grieve? Like, do you feel hermit crabish? Like I just need to be in this or do you feel more like, now nah, it's time for me to ignite it even more?
1: Yeah, I have a moment where the emotions go, maybe a day or two, and then it's refocus. You know, that's just my mentality. Is if I can't control it, I can't spend too much time emotionally on it. Um, you think of the good memories, times y'all have had, and uh, you know you keep you keep going because that's what most of us would say too. That person would want us to. So you know, I don't necessarily isolate. What's up
0: ilm i lost my podcast listeners and viewers i gotta take this moment just to tell you we need your help support us support the podcast be a super listener a super viewer all you have to do is donate anything penny dollar nickel it doesn't matter we appreciate it all and it's simple to do all you have to do is go to paypal cash App, or Venmo, and type in i lost my podcast all lower case that's right. I lost my podcast, all lowercase. It's simple. We're trying to grow this channel, and we want to grow with you. And you want to see us do better things, right? Come on, we need better equipment. But until then, we're going to let you get back to this podcast. I know it's interesting, right? Yeah, I know.
1: I just kind of, you know, take my moment to let out what I feel, and I never kind of re- really revisit it. Yeah. I, I, I let it out. And that you know what I mean because I feel like if I revisit it it's going to replay in my mind now I have reasons to be down depressed <laughs> which is nothing wrong with it if that's how people uh, process it but for me I have to let it all out all right. if it's all in I got to let it all out let it all out do you cry do you work out yeah uh, crying yeah I mean yeah. I've never done much of that in life but uh, Kelvin's death and my uh, and my cousins were, were tough because of how young they were gotcha and you know, just, you know, we ain't going to be a baby. We're going to let it out, though. I got you. I got you. So, do you have any regrets or remorse with losing
0: them? Like, is it something that you wish you would have did more or something? Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. Can uh, you touch and, on it for me? Yeah, me and me and Biscuit used to talk as he uh, progressed in his job, like, we need to kick it more. Um, Even the instance before his passing, two days, when he talked about working out, you know, I would always check in with him. Like, hey, man, don't, you know, you got this job now, making better money. Don't start just eating crazy, you know, mm-hmm. and. And uh, it just causes me to reflect on and just remember, knowing I had more time that I could have. Now we both were, were growing in our in our respective fields, but you know you just always have that little bit of time where you know you could have spent that. Uh, you know, with my cousin, I just kind of feel like with music I cared, and then after kind of like losing him, it was like it's just a talent I got. Mm-hmm it's not it's not the same it'll never be the same uh when somebody brings you something the originality is there and uh i wasn't caring about no music at a certain point i just knew it was the talent i had and he he brought it to where it was this is what we're gonna do this is what it needs to be so um those two uh specifically gotcha so
0: is that why i can tell the people so is that why you're kind of hard on me like getting the gym
1: yeah, oh yeah No doubt Yeah, yeah, because it's 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 Yeah, I, I, that's And that's a reason mm-hmm. You know, I don't enjoy knowing I lost someone to something that They could have controlled
0: Right
1: You know, as a, as a brother
0: So how has that shaped you Or your actions now? How do you carry yourself now?
1: Well, I live every day like it's my last Maybe I'm too busy some days To, to show the certain people that I love That I love them But I know that if I was to leave today they They know that Right. Uh, so every day, I live every day like it's it's my last. I try to do everything I can to help the next person, everything that I can to help my family in, in hopes that both of those parties see that. But every day, I, I remind myself of those people. Every single day. Every single day, uh remind myself of those people or pray and, and, and talk to them. And, and I know that's where most of my success comes from. Cool. So do you feel as though
0: you're allowed to grieve as a man and as a black man in today's society and world, do you feel like you're allowed to grieve?
1: Yeah, I, I, I think uh, well, for me, yeah, I'm allowed. And I think most black men are, it's just, there's that gray area of what will people think? And I could care less of generally what people think care less, but I definitely care less if it involves my emotions. Yeah. You can't allow people to control your emotions, especially when they're about other people. So if I was upset and crying that I lost Biscuit, I'm not listening to anyone that, first of all, didn't didn't understand our relationship, didn't know us, or let them dictate how I grieve,
0: mm-hmm.
1: how I feel. But uh, for me personally, yeah, I feel like uh, me as a black man and then all black men should feel that way.
0: So you, do you feel as though there are a lot of good resources and spaces for black men to agree or men in general but more specifically black men are those spaces do you think though it's enough spaces or do we
1: need more yeah well i i think in anything that's well me personally if i was to answer that Mm -hmm. i'd like to see more black owned mental wellness and health checking type of things out there originating um specifically for men as well you know i'm not saying women have more places they may i don't know but for men specifically because that's where it starts that's where the strength starts uh, or at least that's what society says and mm-hmm. so we, we we definitely need more but i also think that it doesn't have to start as a business sometimes uh we, we look at the things we already have the salon for the woman is her sanctuary the barbershop shop is ours And sometimes we get lost in man talk and forget to just say, hey, brother, you all right? Mm. You know, hey, you doing okay? What's going on? Because, you know, society makes it where it's soft to say, no, that hurt my feelings or I feel this way. When in actuality, being real is never soft. Mm. So that's my mentality.
0: So when it comes to talking about, you know, when it comes to talking about your feelings and Mm -hmm. just your feelings in general, do you feel more comfortable with a man talking to another brother or talking to a sister or a woman, which one do you, is it a preference or?
1: Yeah, I have no preference. Mm-hmm. Any woman in my life or any female in my life can tell you that although I may go hard, I also have no problem expressing how I feel. Right. Um, and I don't have a preference. I actually, when it comes to men, I've always been that way. I'm going to tell my brother how I feel, whether it's about him whether it's how I feel or a certain situation. So I, I, I always live my life like tomorrow I can't be here. So let me get out what I got in,
0: mm.
1: you know, just deep.
0: I feel like harboring feelings has gotten a lot of us men in tough situations.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: So I love that. So can you think of a time or a period in your life where you saw a man or a woman go through grief the right way or the wrong way? And did you see, um, well, well, right way or wrong way? Have you ever seen somebody grieve and what did it look like?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think uh, for me personally, yes, I've seen both good, you know, grieving the right way and the wrong way. I think everybody's seen that, but uh, you know, one specific time was my mother. I've seen, because I've never really only one time my entire life I've seen her grieve really bad. And it was even momentarily then. So that's part of where my strength comes from. Uh, And she grieved the right way. It was just unique to see her you know, it just showed me too. Like, the closer you get with somebody, it's kind of like the more you, the more you love them, and then you know, people perceive it how they perceive it. But um, I've seen both sides of that. Uh, I favor more of the grieving the right way side mm-hmm. than the wrong way because you can really go into a dark place you can't get out of. Yeah. So, I'm gonna let her take this next question
0: uh, <laughs> because it was it was very specific. So, one second.
2: Yeah. Um. No, I, I spend a lot of time, like, on social media, so I see that, for the most part, Black men and Black women, we're pitted against each other um, to make it seem like, you know, a one is doing the, uh, doing more than Black men, or, like, it's just we're against each other, when instead it should be like, hey, okay, I see my counterpart is lacking at something. Let me build them up. Um, do you feel... Um, Like there's something that you need from like your support system or like black men as a whole, is there something us as black women we can do to like support y'all better?
1: Well, I think uh, the psychology side of me always goes to the origin of things. And I think that in order to best answer that question, you have to know a person's upbringing, the the dynamic of their upbringing.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Even in my current relationship with my fiance, that's something that I had to step back and analyze myself even though it didn't involve me so mm-hmm. I, I don't think that that can specifically be a it's, it's 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 knowing your counterpart where you're at and then knowing what made them what they are mm-hmm. that's what can kind of best in my opinion answer that I think once you know some what someone's been through see the good they've taken because we always want to see that but also see the flaws that they've kind of gained from their upbringing and you're not trying to correct them but y'all are trying to work together mm-hmm. to minimize and mm-hmm. then on the flip side, they do the same thing with you.
2: Okay. So, in your personal life with your fiance, do you mm-hmm. feel like uh, when it comes to grieving, is, is she pretty good at it, or is there like something you're like, darn? Even outside of your fiance, like just a support system as a whole, your friends, your brothers, is there something you need like as a support as support, or do you think you pretty much?
1: uh i think people look at me and see how hard i go and sometimes think i'm emotionless but really it's just the focus the drive um i'll never just have a point where i'll say or i don't try to understand i won't be here i don't control that so i think a lot of people may mistake my drive and focus for thinking i'm emotionless you know even she says that but you know i I have no problem showing emotion i don't i don't require anything from anyone if someone loves me and i love them i just expect to see it in whichever way they choose to show it and you know if i gotta do a better job of showing how i love them i want them to tell me
0: yeah okay
1: so i'm got i'm bad guys um <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh this is this is a question kind of off the radar i just thought about it we had an episode called entitled childhood f-ups Mm-hmm. And I know you're a father of two right now. Mm-hmm. Two boys. And just trying to break the cycle or the miseducation. What's something that you think you will, that you should or will focus on as far as teaching them as young men, young men growing up? Like what they can, how they can, what's something that you can help them? What's something you feel like you should focus on or you will focus on?
1: I could speak for me personally, but I feel very very strongly opinionated and And all black men need to do a better job in teaching young boys and young men how to be affectionate. Not to a woman, but just how to show it. Mm -hmm. Um, I vowed, and every day I tell myself that if I'm the worst father ever to my sons, I'll deal with that. Mm -hmm. But they'll never say, I didn't know my daddy loved me. Mm -hmm. And uh, affection is such a... It's a lot of ways to show that. But uh, just from my upbringing, man, just... You can have a list of things and say, this person did this, they did that, they did that. And then you miss one and you think, well, I did nine, but that one was so important. Mm -hmm. Uh, It it overcrowds the nine. So I think just for me personally, uh, affection, man, I want to be able to teach my boys even before they get to that whole the woman part. Just being able to feel okay saying how they feel to me. They may not be okay saying it to someone else but before you leave out this house i need to know what's going on with you how you feel
2: oh hey guys hey sorry to interrupt your viewing of this podcast or listening to this podcast but i have to say that if you want to be a super listener and support us our improvements to our channel as we upgrade the more that we put out uh, things on our platform Feel free to contribute whatever you feel like contributing, if any, to our Cash App, PayPal, and Venmo. And everything is lowercase, I lost my podcast. And just, you know, donate whatever you feel like donating if you like to support what we have going on. So, thank you guys so much for the love and for listening thus far. And I hope you continue to enjoy the podcast. Bye, guys.
1: Where you need help. Uh, but affection is 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 so big in the black community with men, man. Like we feel like we soft to show our sons that, that yeah. I created you. So it's my job. It's, it's my job first. Uh, but that's that's my opinion.
0: So as far as I, I love that affection point, because I've over the more recent years, I'd say five. It started jokingly, but I would tell some of my homeboys, I love you. You know what I'm saying? Now, you're near and dear to my heart. And I tell you sometimes and you yeah. reciprocate it back. Oh, yeah. And I love it. And it's like, we need that. But do you feel like a lot of your homeboys reject it? Because in, in my corner, I got some homeboys that if I tell them I love them, they like, eh, man, come on, get on with that. Yeah. Like, is, is your corner kind of re- rejecting or accepting to?
1: Well, it's uh, the upbringing. Mm-hmm. It's the upbringing, man Like, society can control you Your upbringing is a part of that as well Like, when you say it I have no problem saying it back Because the person that's saying it to me Isn't going to judge me So why would it matter? You know, it's not as deep as, as guys make it If you love someone, you just tell them yeah. I don't care what the gender is Um, In my corner, it, I wouldn't care if they Like, it from, it's whatever with me If I love you, I'm going to tell you I have no problem I tell my real brothers that We say that anytime we talk on the phone Most of the time before we hang up Because Part of that may be the lifestyle each of us live, but I think some of that is just because we genuinely mean it. And so again, it comes back to that. Like if my upbringing was a man and or a woman there teaching me how to not show my affection or not say how I feel, then that's what I'm. That's what's gonna be built up in me. But if it's just free flowing, not just I'm telling everybody I love them, but hey, how I feel can just come out the right way, yeah. then you're just gonna continue to grow that way. So for me, I, you know, in my corner, I don't think anybody would feel weird about it because they know I'm that type of guy. I'm going to say what's on the front of my brain respectfully. And, uh, you know, as far as talking to my homeboys, I could tell them that. Right. And they'll accept it because it's me. Now, It could be different for someone else individually, though.
0: So straight up, I'm going to say on camera, brother, I love
1: you. I love you too, bro.
0: That's my dog, man. That's my dog. That's, that's how we started, though. That's, guys, it's simple. Simple. So... We about to switch it up. We're we we coming to a close. Um, so we like to kind of like bring it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So the first question is, what's a song that comes to mind when you think of each of those loved ones you talked about?
1: Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> Biscuit is uh, anything Gucci from 08 to 2010. Mm-hmm. Anything. Uh, kick a Dough, Lemonade. Uh, OJ, Coppa Chicken, anything Gucci. Uh, as far as cuz Justin, he uh, he liked East Coast music, uh uh-huh. He liked uh, some down south, but he liked more like East Coast. Uh, and my grandmother, I never really knew her taste, she was old school. Okay. Uh, but the other two, yeah, I already knew what it was. Cool. Is it any
0: song that you hear and it reminds you of uh, being out of Mississippi with grandmama, or
1: oh, yeah, well, David Banner. David? Yeah, David for Banner.
0: For Grandma? For Grandma?
1: No, no. Oh, I thought you were talking about the state. <laughs> no,
0: no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, no. No, no, no. Not listen David
1: Banner. No, 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 no. Because I never, like I said, I never really knew okay. her, understood her preference. But hearing his music reminds me of her. Oh, uh, okay. Because all Mississippi artists, for the most part, sound the same way. Yeah. Did you hear that new Big crick? Yeah. Oh, well, come on, man. Oh, yeah. Come okay. on,
0: now. I, I just had to ask, yeah, man. You know, done. digital roses don't die, right?
1: Yeah, You come on, man. <laughs> Road clean. Oh.
0: so, Let's end it out, man. So, what would you tell each of them if you could look them, look at them right now, and let's say he- heaven or wherever they transcend it to
1: right.
0: has a direct line to this camera? It's your time to tell them what you want to tell them. Anything?
1: Well, oh, well, how I live, they're still here. So, you know, I would, I would tell Biscuit that, you know, I I know what he's thinking about when it comes to his children, and them being together more. And I would tell him, I hear him. Don't worry about it, bro. Stop stressing, bro. And I would tell him, don't worry about telling me to chill about taking care of his mama. Yeah. I would tell him that's what I'm supposed to do. Um, and I would tell him I love him, and uh, you know, continue to be a part of the success I'm having. Yeah. Uh, my cousin, he gonna be on my head. You know, I'm gonna tell him I'm sorry, man. I, I the music stuff. When you left, I, I lost a little bit of that fire mm. uh, because I didn't originally have it to begin with. It was just something I could do. Uh, he helped groom it into something that was great. And, you know, so I would definitely have to apologize, but also tell him I love him and and, and, and thank you for helping be a part of the success I have. Uh, my grandmother, you know, uh, it's, I would tell her I love her and that uh, I wish as I got older that I chose to go down that dirt road to come see her knowing she was withering away um, and not allowing my life to control the time i consume here when sometimes it's just a phone call so that's what i would tell her
0: way to end it out brother look uh if y'all ain't seen this has been a or heard this has been a great podcast anything else you want to leave on or
1: Nah, it's tax season. First take financial (laughs) services, man. Mm 931-291-4230. Text, call, voicemail, email, bird, with a note attached to the foot. Whatever it takes.
0: 10-4, come see my boy Clarksville. Stand up. Yes, sir. We appreciate you, brother.
1: Thank you, thank you.